Hey, this is Akuya Jamfi, and you're listening to TBB Talks, a podcast where we from the British Blacklist bring you our conversations with creative black folk from the UK and across the globe. We'll be talking to up and comings, headline popping, and the legends from screen, stage, music, and literature. Basically, if they're creative, we'll be talking to them. And we hope to shed some insight into their lives, the work that they choose, who their inspirations are, how they stay motivated, and more importantly, how they keep sane being black in the arts and entertainment world. Hi, Trevor. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Great, great. Doing well. Are you in the middle of rehearsals right now? Oh, no, not right now. How often do you actually have to rehearse for such uh, a massive role? We usually have a cleanup every couple months just to make sure everybody's on the same page. And like this show, specifically with this role, things will update. And so uh, the, the genie is knowledgeable of all things, including what's happening in, uh, in, our, <laughs> in, our, in our modern world out here. So, uh, yes, even if there's an issue on a night, we'll rehearse that next day before the show if we need to like so it's always it's an ever-evolving so how long have you been playing because i actually have seen you um i think it might have been last year okay or the year before i came with my daughter and we were enthralled because this production is so magical and magnificent and especially when you make your big genie entrance it's my favorite part of the whole show of course i mean it's so cool i've been it's been three years here this february coming once we get through the holidays and stuff i'll have been doing this for four years since i started doing it uh in new york on broadway which i just had the realization of honestly day before yesterday i think I was looking at an old Instagram post and I was like, wait, this is when I started rehearsals. I was like, when was this? I was like, this is in February. I was like, it's been almost four years and it's gone very quickly. (laughs) I suppose that's testament to you having such a good time. How does it compare being West End and Broadway? It's one, I mean, they're wonderful on each side. And so I feel like a lot of West End performers have that dream of performing on Broadway and a lot of Broadway performers have the dream of performing on the West End. And so for me, it was like I was... Getting the opportunity to come here was incredibly exciting. I could not contain how wonderful that opportunity was. And now I've been here for three years. I'm, I plan to still be here on the West End, and uh, and it's wonderful. Do you feel like a Brit? Have you acclimatized to the British weather, our food? The weather is took some getting used to, but I'm all good. <laughs> uh, the food, honestly, there's such, uh, in London specifically, there's such a wide variety of cuisines. And it's similar to what I would have in New York, where I can sure. hit any day of the week have food from anywhere on the planet and it's fantastic so it's uh the uh the 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 spattering of cultures helps out with that so what's what's makes your genie so special you've already kind of said it but you were hands down our favorite character how have you received the audience response to you because the minute you're on stage the audience is already kind of anticipating what's going to happen next because you're so engaging and that's it's cool beyond cool Mm. it's it's (laughs) it's something i'm really grateful for because honestly we get to the end of friend like me well even before that from that moment where the genie enters after the lamp is rubbed and that response no matter what kind of day i've had no matter what kind of mood i'm in it yanks me out of it and it honestly launches me through the rest of that entire show especially that song and that number yeah and then you get through friend like me and i've been really really lucky to have incredible audience responses after that pretty consistently it's been rare that we haven't had an explosion of sound and it's part of it is this this build up over almost 15 minutes of watching all of this build to this massive crescendo there's days when it's overwhelming there's days when it Mm. still makes me really emotional because to have that type of appreciation and instant gratification for what we're doing on stage 
is rare and is very special. I will never overlook how much that means to have that type of response from an audience. But part of it comes down to the character, the expectation <clears throat> of the character, the love for the character itself. And part of it, I think, is me trying to play it as honestly and as true as possible and as over the top as the character is it still has to read true for people to to believe it yeah because i think you shine through whoever you are as a person you know yourself it definitely shines through because it doesn't seem like you're acting and i think you as you're well aware you had big shoes to fill in robin williams's um, on-screen but like animated version even that the fact there was an animation there was a legacy behind it of course um is there any broadway character or film character a stage character that you aspire to play honestly my a lot of my joy in this business comes from the idea of getting to create okay and so for me it's more the idea of getting to create a new character for something getting to to take something from scratch to take something off a page and infuse myself into it and find who this person is uh, through that process and that's what excites me the most that's what makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up it's more the idea of on film or on stage getting to make something new and present that then see that as the new archetype for that character like that's the that's the most exciting thing for me so you mentioned that you'd like to be on stage you in west end for as long as possible i guess as, until the times run its course but then when you're so significant as a character i think some people also look at maybe being typecast so how do you move on from a character you know have you got any thoughts of what you do next or I definitely don't know. enjoying the moment but yeah. at the same time yeah it's a uh, as a businessman in the theater industry, it's always wondering what's next. Yeah. And a big part of it with this one is going to be establishing something. Whatever I slide into next, it needs to be very different from this role. And so that's the idea of showing the what my versatility is as a performer, as an actor, as a singer. Um, and so taking something, taking something similar to the genie and, and following that typecasting would be easier. Um, yeah, of I'm, course. I'm lucky I have wonderful agents that will help through that journey. Part of it is going to be being willing to take a risk and try something new and different. Some of the people that I work with and are in contact with, they're new to the arts and they're, they're hopefuls looking to get on the stage, get mm -hmm. onto screen. What are some of the kind of maintenance tips you have for even dealing with rejection because that's that all <laughs> scary yeah. thing going yeah. into an audition maybe not getting the role and managing expectations and then also maintaining your health and your well-being because the, like you said sometimes you've got the highs and lows of being on stage sometimes you're in a good mood and something can bring you out of it but then there's real life moments when you know what this is just it I just need to get through my day and then get home and chill out so how do you maintain and then how do you manage maybe expectations of being in this crazy industry yeah absolutely it's it's a lot to balance honestly the health side a lot of it's listening to your body sure um it's being able to adjust things that you do it's like yes normally i place this note here but i need to place it here place it differently so that um, i'm not hurting myself so that i'm able to still perform the show for me specifically like i have cutoffs of when i can and can't eat certain things okay. before the show um, but it's just hydrating like crazy, sleeping as much as you can. But it's listening to what your body needs, and that's going to be different from person to person. And then on the rejection side of it, honestly, I've learned to expect rejection okay. um, in this business. And part of that isn't it's not being pessimistic. It's not being negative about it. It's just it's just the reality is you'll have ten no's for one yes. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And it's rarely a reflection on your talent or your ability. It's just about being right for something and being in the right place at the right time in front of the right people um, and them trusting that what you're going to bring is what they need. And uh, sometimes it's even coming down to looking 
like the image that they had of it in their head. And so it's just the rejection side of it isn't personal and it's not, um, I'm sure there's cases where it can be, but for the most part, the rejection side of it isn't personal. And I think it's just uh, being willing to roll with the punches and it takes a tough skin to uh to continue to maneuver through this business but uh, if you're willing to and if you're capable of uh weathering that storm i think it can pay off so quickly are you ready for christmas have you done your presents have you and, and are you in the kitchen or are you on the couch i will be hardcore in the kitchen on christmas Wicked. Um, <laughs> I, I i literally yesterday morning was testing a a new cake recipe and i was and it turned out okay i'm gonna tweak it and reapproach. so i'm not quite ready for christmas i've done Almost zero shopping, uh, as wow. close to as close to zero as possible. Um, I have a lot to get done still, but I'm gonna have a fantastic uh, Christmas feast. Like I actually bought a home here in London, and so I'm. This will be my first Christmas cooking in this new home, and I'm super excited. Oh, brilliant! Well, Merry Christmas. Merry have Christmas. a good one, and thank you for speaking to me. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye.